Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. Welcome to this week's episode of Start, Scale, Succeed. And today I am joined by Candice Mason, a tea sommelier, which I have never heard of, <laughs> but we'll, we'll delve into that a little bit more, and founder of Mother Cup of Tea. And uh, thank you very much, Candice, for joining me today. Uh, thank you for having me, Nicole. It's brilliant to meet you. So we are going to be talking about ChatGBT and how that has helped save you time, money, and how you've been using it in your product business. But before we go into those details, can you give a little bit of background about you and the brand? Yes, yeah, so um, I launched Mother Cuppa in October 2022, so it's just six months old. Um, my husband and I run a separate company and I really wanted something that was my own. Um, I've had a medical condition um, for about 25 years that has impacted my hormones, my cycles, um, mm-hmm. all those sorts of things. And I've always turned to natural ingredients as much as I can to try and support me because I I was on a lot of medication. I wanted medication to be my last resort. Um, And I just really got into blending teas and just got really fascinated around the subject of natural medicines. Um, And so when we were in the lockdowns and things were quite stressful and I really went back to my blending, I thought, oh, it's really time to do something with this now and start sharing it with other people. And I read on your website, so you suffered from endometriosis and had early menopause, you know, you had to have, did you have to have a hysterectomy then? No, I was put into an induced um, but reversible menopause in my early 20s. So I've already been through the menopause. It was a pretty unpleasant experience in your 20s, I can tell you. Um, As a result of some of that treatment and further treatment that I've had subsequent to that, um, I find myself in early menopause. So I'm just 40 and mm-hmm. have probably been in that for now for about two or three years. Um, so it's unusual. You might start to see signs and symptoms in your 40s or early 40s, but yeah. to be in it completely is quite unusual. And again, for me, um, HRT is an option for me and other medical treatments are an option for me, but actually really wanted to look at what are the other holistic things and can I exhaust them Mm -hmm. before I go down um, the route of taking HRT? Um, it's just a personal choice. Yeah. And I know we're going to chat about ChatGBT, but I'm really interested in in your brand as well and your branding and, you know, how you started that process. And you, you obviously, like you said, you had the idea for a while, but why, What? How, how did the tea thing, how did it all come about? How did you start experimenting? And I, I read, you know, you wanted to get off caffeine. Just tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So it's been a bit of a journey really over the 20 years. I mean, when I was diagnosed with endometriosis, there wasn't an internet. Um, so yeah. you couldn't search the subject. And I remember my local library 
um, got a book in from somewhere in the country and they got it in for me. And in there was this whole section on natural medicines. And so I mm-hmm. popped off to the health food store and was like, what have you got that I can try? And then I found myself in the health food store every week chatting to the lady about different uh, medicinal plants. And I tried all sorts of bits and pieces and then just got really fascinated about what I could mix them with and what that impact had on my body. And I literally would make a blend based on the research of that ingredient. And then I would take it for a month and kind of note if I noted any changes and then tweak it maybe and add something else and do the same. So it really was just a personal hobby for a really long time. Yeah. Um, when I gave, you know, and I sort of stopped and started it over the 20 year, you know, it's not like it's something I was doing every single day of the week. Yeah. In periods in my life, when I hit um, challenges or changes of lifestyle, I would go, I found I would go back to my roots, I guess, of literally yeah. roots of medicines. Um, so about 15 years ago, I decided to give up um, coffee because I felt that that wasn't helping my my personal uh, medical journey. And it certainly wasn't keeping my hormones in balance and my sleep and things like that. And so I needed a, to create something that would give me a an edge yeah exactly so and then I was able to find that I could get actually as much energy from natural ingredients as I could from caffeine um, mm. so I started to reduce caffeine and and drink herbal teas more and more um, and now I don't even I don't think I've had a cup of coffee for about 12 years um, mm-hmm. which some people find you know amazing because it's such a popular drink for everybody yeah and then again when we went into the lockdown um, the business that my husband and I run was significantly impacted I mean catastrophically it it couldn't um, diversify it couldn't do anything different it literally had to shut down it wasn't a business that was on the closed list by the government and it wasn't a business that was entitled to any of the support financial Mm -hmm. support so it was wiped out basically Um, and that was really really stressful and the pandemic was stressful for everybody for lots of different reasons Um, but for me I started to suffer with anxiety in my sleep so I wake up how does that right yeah I was about to say how does that manifest itself yeah I never knew it was even a thing before Mm -hmm. this um I literally would wake up in the night having a panic attack I mean the first time it happened Mm -hmm. I thought oh my god I'm having a heart attack what's happening um and then it just didn't get any better um and again I went to speak to my GP and they're like oh just take these sleeping tablets take these and I thought I don't want to be on sleep you know I don't want to be yeah yeah you've gone through that you've you've done that not done that journey but you're like that's not what you're about yeah and also I've never had a problem with my sleep I knew what it was it was the the stress I was under or the change of circumstances that I was under so I was like I've got to try and find a way to manage this myself um, and so what would happen is in the middle of the night, so at one and two o'clock in the morning, I would get up and make tea. And I and I found it really therapeutic to blend my teas. And I was like, I'm going to create a blend that is just going to help me. Now, my relaxed blend of tea doesn't knock me out for 12 hours, despite the fact that I would love it to do that. Um, but it does um, have uh, natural sedatives in it, natural anxiety relievers. And actually what I found was that panic that I would wake up with if I if I blended one of those teas it would just bring a whole sense of calm around mm. me. And for me, I just personally found it really comforting. Um, I'm all about senses as well. So with that particular tea, I really tried to get it to smell absolutely amazing. So it was the whole experience of drinking that cup of tea was 
you know, the warmth from the cup, the smell of the blend. All the senses, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just personally found it really helped. And um, I heard you talking before mm. with when you were talking with Helen Perry, um, you know, in terms of when you were starting the business and getting blogs written and, you know, so if we start talking a bit more about the, the chat GDP yeah. side of things now, in terms of um, what were you spending on those kind of resources to help promote the business? Because, you, you know, it's, it's new, you're, you're, you know, ha- you know, before you launched or when you were, when you were launching, what are the kind of activities that you were re- and resources that you were paying for? And like, what was that costing you? Yeah, so to launch a business in 2022, 23 is is quite tough. You're you're um, fighting for a space in the social media world and in the e-commerce world. Um, and so I knew there needed to be a build up to the launch day. I needed to gather momentum and have clients almost ready to make their purchases before. So <clears throat> I decided, even though I've got no social media background, <laughs> to launch on uh, basically on every single platform and try every Every single one and build an audience across all, all social media platforms but also I needed my website to get momentum so in order mm-hmm. um, my understanding is in order to get your website sort of ranking quite well you need to give Google quite a lot of content about what your platform is about and, mm-hmm. and give it as much as you possibly can Google apparently sort of have these bots that scan your website continuously and they're looking for repeated words and those keywords. I mean, I literally knew nothing about keywords before I launched this business, really. Um, And so I did the social media marketing. So the planning, the writing, the captions, the editing, everything. And I had a lady who was helping me do all of the blogs and my husband was writing the content uh, for Mm -hmm. the website so that's three people contributing yeah. time. Um, for me, it's the cost of my time. Yeah. So to prepare your social media marketing takes such, especially when you're so new and you're still learning, yeah. it takes such a significant amount of time to prep it all and research it all and get it all right. Um, so, yeah, I would say there was a lot of man hours going into that launch period. And for those that don't know what ChatGBT is, can you explain yeah. Chat ChatGPT is? Yeah. Can you explain what it is? So uh, when I when I started the business, I launched my business on TikTok. And while I was on TikTok in the kind of six months lead up to it, people kept talking about this chat GPT. And I was thinking, I don't even know what it is. What is it? And so I started watching videos and didn't really get it. And then I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to log on and see what it is. And basically, chat GPT, the reason it's so popular is that is a website that effectively can write content for you for for any format that you might need to write a a paragraph, a sentence, a word. So your social media, your emails, uh, your website. Um, The interesting thing about ChatGPT and the reason it's so popular and everybody's talking about it, uh, this is my understanding, is that it basically can have a personalized approach to it, which is quite unique amongst other Mm -hmm. AI services. So it effectively has a search bar that you type into and you literally can type write me an 800 word blog on the benefits of elderflower in a personalized format in an english tone in a funny tone in a professional tone yeah so you can really give it quite clear instructions you hit the button like go go make a cup of tea and when you come back there's this 800 word blog i cannot tell you the speed that it produces it in is is immense 
You can then uh, direct it a bit further. So you can say, that's that's great. Can you add me a conclusion? Can you give me some facts to back that up? Is there a medical journal about it? Um, so it's, yeah. it's very, very advanced technology. Now, I've actually researched, well, I've actually played around with about 10 different AI services. Um, Chat GPT has some limitations. So Mm -hmm. I find it to be almost very robotic. That's just a personal uh, thought process. So if I'm using Chat GPT, it requires a lot of editing from my perspective. Um, where Where there are others out there that I feel are better suited to me and my tone, um, and the thing I would say is that even though it's producing a massive chunk of the content for me, I am still going in and editing it and personalizing it. And what I've tried to do is take the sentence and then relate it back to my personal experience. So it gives it a real element of human nature. And that's the bit you won't get from from any AI that I, yeah. I can find. And, and I know we're, we've talked about chat GBT, but I'm talking about that, I suppose, as an umbrella AI. There's others. So chat GBT is a brand essentially then, is it? Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah. it is. So, yeah. So, um, so that's a brand, but there are other brands available of that AI and that kind of service. They're, they so are, yeah. What other ones have you used for different things? You know, if you're like, right, okay, I know that works really well for emails. That one's very good for blogs. This one's good for X, Y, Z. You know, can you give some examples on what you've used them for? Yeah, so the one I like to use for my blogs is called Jasper. Yeah. Um, I just prefer how they how it's structured and laid out. And what again, what you do is you give it very specific instructions. Write me a 500 word blog on um, in the tone of a professional uh, capacity. It will then ask you to put in some keywords. So if you've got done some keyword research, you can add that in and it will entwine that in. Um, can I ask you a quick question about keyword yeah. research? Can you use the AI to do the keyword research? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that's where some people get stuck as well. Because yeah, it, so it can be a bit general. My favorite place to do um, keyword research is um, Ask the Public. Yeah. It's called askthepublic.com. And also, or is it answer the public? Answer the public. Yes, yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. Sorry. Um, and also just going into Google. So type the question into Google that you're thinking of answering. Yeah. And then underneath, it shows you the most popular questions that other people are asking. And again, you can kind of filter that down so you can see what are other people searching. And underneath the search bar, it tells you how many people are searching that. And you can mm-hmm. kind of have a play around. I mean, it's important to me to talk about the subjects that are important to me, really, I suppose, and share those with other people. So try not to get too bogged down in the keyword research because yeah. as, as a newbie to this kind of thing, you can get a bit overwhelmed by it all. Um, so, yeah, so I like Jasper for my blogs. Um, I had a play around with Canvas Writerly or Magic Write, I think they've called it. Um, so you can get a blank Canva template and it has the magic right bar at the top and you can say um, five, give me five herbal ingredients that benefit people in perimenopause mm-hmm. and it will then just list it out and it's ready for you to then add your pictures and text and what have you and that can be used on your social media platforms. God, it's just so, I mean, I was having a play around with it um, when I was, in, I was in the hotel the other night after a client um, and I went on chat GBT because I was just looking at the free option. And um, I was like, and this particular client is looking at kind of setting up a quirky interior. She's not started a social media yet. And, is, and I just put in 
what do people who like quirky interiors, what are they interested in? That's what I, I put in. And it literally gave me a lot, you know, like they're like this, they're like this. And it was really good and really helpful for like content pillars and ideas and, you know, what can you do posts on? I think some people, if, when they're starting a business, they think, um, and if they don't have the product yet, they're like, I can't, well, I don't have a product. I can't talk about anything. Whereas you can, you, there's loads of things that your customer, your potential, your, you know, your potential customer, if you've not started your business yet, is interested on that's part of your community, it's part of your theme. Yeah, you know? 100%. And it's so overwhelming. And I don't know if anyone else can relate to this, but, you know, we, well, I, as a busy working mum, who's also, you know, trying to stay healthy and be sociable and attend the PTAs and yeah. watch committee and whatever else I'm, you know, get myself involved in, we all never say no to. Sometimes I just think, oh my God, I've got no ideas. I've run yeah. out. I'm yeah. empty. Yeah. Um, and actually what I found is it's brilliant for that. Yeah. I mean, so if you just basically depending on what you're looking for um so for me I'm it's the blog writing I'm not I'm not a writer I know what I want to say and I can talk about it till the cows come home but to put that into words on paper I don't find very easy um it's costly to have somebody writing blogs you can pay anywhere from 25 pounds a blog to 150 pound a blog it's not and more I've seen I've seen costs for like 300 depending on if they're writing yeah. it and coming up with the idea from scratch you know yeah so if you ask other people to do guest blogs they're really they can be really expensive and just as a startup business you every single penny counts yeah so as much as you can do yourself so last month I drafted out what what blogs I wanted to write for the month which was in keeping with my content pillars and that's what I was talking about on my social media platform so it all kind of aligns and it goes into my email chain as well um and I literally went on to Jasper I think I was on Jasper for about an hour and a half two hours and gained the con the main bulk of the content for a month's worth of blogs yeah. and then I spent a few hours after that editing several of the blogs getting them ready up onto the website so it's it's hours of time saving whereas before before I knew about these AI facilities, I was spending my Sunday afternoon researching and prepping and drafting and proofreading and what have you, just one blog. I was thinking, I can't do this forever. (laughs) And how many blogs are you writing a month then? Are you you posting a month on your website? Um, I do two a week. Oh, do you? Right, okay. Yeah, I'm giving as much content to Google as I possibly can. And would you say... From a and they are they like around an eight hundred word yeah. five hundred yeah. word yes yeah, so they're always around the same kind of eight hundred yeah. words and what have you seen you know what kind of what kind of traffic is going to the website how are you are you how are you attracting people to your email list I know that you've you've been in business now six months you know how's your is that are you using that for your email list as well to grow your email yes. list so some of it correlates so if I'm talking about um, the benefits of adaptogen herbs uh, in your perimenopause to balance your hormones that's a great content for a blog article but also my customers on my mailing list would really like to find out and mm. understand about that I use adaptogens in my uh, herbal tea blends so it's important to tell them about that so I wouldn't put the whole blog into an email um, marketing content, but I would put the link into it. So that's yeah. one way to drive traffic to your blogs. Um, and I'm by no means an expert, by the way. This is all self-taught, looking on YouTube videos and t- TikTok videos is actually where I learn a lot of my stuff. Um, yeah. I Every time I put a blog up, I index it on Google Console, which yeah. is a whole other platform. And on Google Console... And just on that, I'll just... Um, so... 
and I, again, I listened to you when you were on, I had never heard of Google Console and um, when you were on the Helen Perry's live the other day and I, I went on and I was like, okay, I can actually do this. I had to watch a couple of videos in terms of how to link it to my website, but it's great because it helps with the conversion and it tracks your conversion and I've, I've just done it. So I'm waiting to see it's yeah, it takes a for me. Yeah, I understand anything to do with SEO, which is ultimately what I'm doing, is a bit of a slow burner, which isn't great if you're an impatient person like me. Um, It also, once it starts tracking the traffic, what I've noticed is it's now showing me, it literally shows me a list of the things people have put into their Google page and how they've landed onto my page. All from Google Console. All from Google Console. So something Mm -hmm. they've searched on Google, they've hit my page, but the Google Console tells me what it was they searched for to hit my page. So then I've got a subject there that I know people are searching for, and Mm -hmm. there's my next blog content effect. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, it's quite... It's not just giving you the evidence, it's giving you some ideas as well in terms yeah, of exactly. It's telling telling it's giving me the information of how people are coming across my my website and finding me. So like say if you're if you're writing two using this, writing two blog posts a week, say on average, say that they would have been forty pounds, so eighty times four. So you're saving yourself about two hundred and twenty pounds a week. Yeah. Financially, but then also time wise if you were still to do it yeah. yourself, but not use chat GB, you know, not use an AI. So we've talked about chat GB, GBT, GPT, Jasper, uh, Magic AI from Canva or Magic, right? Are there any others that you would suggest or that you think are yeah, a good? I I liked copy AI as well. Mm-hmm. Again, very good for blogs or for social media content. And I've actually just had an email from them this morning that says they're adding a bit to their platform that is geared to sales and marketing teams. Okay. So I have no idea what that entails. Yeah. Um, but I'm very keen to go and have a look. I mean, I think. Don't don't be scared of this AI technology. It's not going away. It's actually going to increase. And I mean, I had, a, I had a chat with um. I've got an IT guy that's helping me out with something else recently, like a computer technical problem, and um, he said to me, he's have had staffing issues over the last few years, and he said, you know what? I've actually worked out that there's this AI technology that can uh, effectively um fix somebody's computer problem remotely before I even need to get involved so he said ultimately I'm I'm going down that route I'm not going to need staff anymore because these AI technologies I can link them up to all of my clients computers it will read it and do whatever it needs to do fix things before they even need to make the call to the IT guy now that's the first time I've ever heard that way it's being used and I thought my god this is just going to be game changer for some people um, I've got a friend who's writing a book and she needed a design for the front cover of a book and she got an AI technology to basically design an artwork piece and it was pretty impressive. I was quite impressed. Yeah, now, There's a lot of artwork AI technologies out there, um, loads and loads for writing and for your social media content, loads. Just type in free AI writing. And are the ones you use free or do you pay for any of the ones you use? So they're all free for a period. For a point, like yeah. anything. They're all free for, yeah. for one, you know, one use a week or, what, yeah. you know, however many hours or downloads think, or whatever it might be. Not that I want to tell everybody, but 
you can be pretty kind of Netflix creative with your email addresses. Yeah. Be very clever. And I think do that until you find the one that you really like. Like I say, the Jasper is the one I'm gearing, keep gearing more and more towards. It's quite expensive. I think it's about £89 a month or something. I'm not not in a position to justify that sort of investments at the moment. So I'll just keep using as many free ones as I can and playing around with those. Um, but that would probably be the one I would invest in in the future. And I'm hoping by the time I invest in them, they've got a bit more of a mainstream uh, product because they do so much on that website. I don't need it all. I only want the blog writing facilities. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I, I'm quite happy writing my own content for social media and things. I mean, we were, I was talking the other day, a quiz is a very good way to build your email list. And I was I was talking to a client the other day and we were talking about quizzes. And I've just thought there actually that I'm going to when we get off this call, I'm going to go and put into into one of them, write me a quiz with three different outcomes based on X, Y, Z or whatever yeah. like that, and see what comes, see what comes, see what they come I back. I bet with. if you Googled um or a quiz AI. quiz AI, I bet there is one. I'd yeah. be surprised if there wasn't. And if you're if you're not a confident person on technology, um, which a lot of people aren't, um, it doesn't come very easily to everybody to to, to do new things um, and, and play around with things and take the time to learn it because it does take a lot of time, doesn't it? Um, I would highly recommend going on to Google, uh, into, sorry, TikTok, just put in the search bar at the top, AI writing uh, facilities. The great thing that I love about learning on TikTok is the videos are usually under three minutes. So you get a quick snapshot how to do it, move on. Um, and then you, if you need to dig deeper into a subject, then I would go onto YouTube and really start studying uh, those subjects a bit further. Thank you so much. I've really found it really helpful for my own self as well, because, you know, time for everybody, whether you're service business, product based business, time is money, you know, and and what we could be doing in our businesses if we're not researching content or if we're not doing, uh, you know, things like that. So where can people find you, Candice, and where can they buy the brand? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Um, So come and say hello to me on any of my social media platforms. I am loving connecting with new people like yourself, Nicole. It's so great. I'm really enjoying that. Come and have a chat with me. Come and tell me if you've got any um, challenges on your perimenopausal journey and if my team might help I'll be able to answer any questions you've got um, so Instagram TikTok Facebook um, YouTube Pinterest wherever else I am um, my website is mothercuppatea.com my email address is on there feel free to just reach out um, we've got a an offer actually in the lead up to Mother's Day so come and Come and have a try of the tea and let me know what you think. And um, yeah, get really fantastic. Well, I will link all of those um, in the show notes and the AI platforms that we've talked about. And I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll be back again next week with another great guest. And if you have enjoyed the episode or any of the episodes, I would love for you to leave a review so that more people that are interested in starting or scaling their product business can find Start, Scale, Succeed. Thank you very much, Candice. Thank you for having me.